Welcome to Heartspeak Podcast, episode 241, Natural Resonance. Welcome to the Heartspeak Podcast, where valuable insights are shared that bypass the mind and resonate with the heart. Listen, open your heart, become inspired, find the joy and fulfillment that awaits when you follow your heart. And now, here's your host, Dr. Christine Page. Well, hello there, wherever you are in the world, it's good to be back with you. And did you enjoy that lunar eclipse? That was some event. So many of you have let me know about dreams you've had, experiences you've had, situations where you felt more depressed than you perhaps had in the past or felt sad, and certainly issues coming up from the underworld that you thought you'd put nicely into a closet. Things that we're saying have to be met, dealt with once and for all. And we've also seen this around the world, events that those have wanted to keep into the darkness, into the subconscious, are being pushed to the surface. Once again, not necessary to be judged, but to be seen, and we need to move forward. So whatever's coming up, it may feel very heavy, it may feel very dark, but unless we dig up these secrets, unless we deal with our past, we cannot move forward. So when I talk about resonance, sometimes that resonance is not comfortable. And when we follow our intuition, it doesn't mean that we're all going to have love and light all the time. Sometimes we need to resonate with a part of ourselves that we have abandoned or discarded when, until we are ready to say, okay, I'm ready to face you, come and meet me, then we'll move forward. I've also been aware of those who are meeting parts of themselves that have felt trapped or possessed by an energy, an energy of a family member, an energy of a story, an energy from a past life. And this very much ties into the sort of Scorpio-Taurian energy of that North and South node. What possesses you? And are you possessing your own life? And when we feel possessed, it's called vampiring. So are you feeling that there are those who are still taking energy from you, stealing energy from you, maybe from your throat chakra, where you feel that they're never listening to you, they just are telling you what to do, or through the solar plexus, where you feel that you're always being made to feel small or undeserving or not enough by someone who makes you feel guilty or ashamed or a victim to life, or they're always criticizing you. Or maybe you just feel afraid all the time, and that's base chakra, someone who threatens your survival, threatens your very existence, often through charm and making you feel special, but in that specialness, you have to follow the rules, otherwise you will no longer exist. And these are different places that vampiring can take place. So do you feel that someone, maybe in your past, is still stealing your energy, making you feel you can't be abundant, you can't be glorious, you can't celebrate yourself because if you do, something bad's going to happen. We call that the tall poppy syndrome. Someone's going to chop off your head if you stick your, pop, your head above the parapet, above every plane that you're supposed to stay within. And so I feel that this talk I'm giving today, this podcast, is all about 
natural resonance, but it's resonating with the truth of who we are. And this isn't about staying small. This is about who am I and what is encouraging me to step forward and be all that I am. So just to complete on our vampiring, sometimes we just have to tell someone either physically or emotionally, you're not welcome anymore. And allowing ourselves to, as I often call it, pull up the drawbridge or close the door across our energy field and say, this doesn't resonate with me. Your energy is not welcome in my life. And even just the thought of lifting up a drawbridge, as I like, because I'm very English, I like the idea of lifting a bridge so nobody can get into my castle, has an effect. And that effect can be that, as I've seen it, is that if you close your chakras or put a door across your chakras, immediately, if you think someone is stealing your energy, they will either get very angry because you've shut the door or they will slither away because they can't remember what it was that they were going to ask you. So it's a very nice way of quickly testing, is this person meeting me in my heart? Are they resonating with my soul on that positive level? Or they may be resonating on a level where they feel that they have a right to steal from me. And what we're saying now is no more. Stop. I feel very much in a taurian sort of mood because Jupiter is about to move into Taurus for a year. And Mercury is about to go forward again on the 15th after being retrograde. And that's in Taurus. And we have our North Node in Taurus. We have Uranus in Taurus. So there's a Taurian energy, which is about being like that, if I may say, not a bull, but a cow, <laughs> a strong female figure like Hathor or Isis saying, no more, standing our ground. Because one thing we know about Taurians, they can be stubborn, <laughs> which I love, as long as you are ready to be patient. So this sort of energy of, who am I? Owning who we are, possessing who we are, moving away people who think they are going to possess us is what this podcast is about. And at the end of the podcast, I'm actually going to do a small visual imagery with you, a meditation with you to let you go and talk to parts of your body that may also want to resonate and have a message for you. Because this is Mercury in Taurus has, uh, was all about communicating with our body, communicating with nature. So there are so many ways in which we can find our energy, secure ourselves. And again, this is a Taurian way. How do I feel secure? How do I feel that I prosper? It's all about resonating with that which gives us pleasure and getting rid of everything that doesn't give us pleasure. And the only way we can do that is to actually be able to feel. And that's kind of the most difficult bit because we, we sometimes are living in such a fearful place or a guilt place, we can't feel what's right for us. We don't know what it is that nurtures us. And we end up you know, giving ourselves problems, because, you know, especially in our gut or in our lungs or our skin, because we're, we're at sixes and sevens about what do we need? I don't know what I need. Tell me what I need. <laughs> So this is very much Jupiter in Taurus is about listening to the body, listening to nature kingdoms, listening to the diva kingdoms, and being able to say what resonates with me that brings me riches, pleasure, 
abundance. And again, I'm not necessarily just about financial abundance, but a feeling of ah, all is right in the world. And what makes me feel small and scared? And to me, this comes from a very deep place within, which is knowing who we are. Because we can't actually find ourselves unless we have some sense of who we are. And this takes me to a place where I've asked, you know, I often ask, what are your three values? And you've heard me speak about this before. What are the, what are the values that you hold very true to your heart? And that you will not pass those values. In other words, if someone says, do this, and it isn't one of your values, you'll say, no, nope, I'm not going to do this. What is it that, that are your gifts? Another way of saying it. But sometimes people say, oh, my gifts are healing. My gifts are this or this. No, they're not your gifts. It's, they're the, the tools. Your gift is what is, the, is expressed through me into my healing world or into my corporate world or into my family. What would someone say? Ah, that's what I know about you. You have boom. <laughs> so it might be, uh, well, Christine has integrity. Christine has loyalty. Christine has respect. Christine has compassion. You know, that it's like, how do people know you? And they know you because everything you do, whether it's gardening, whether or not it's meeting people, whatever it is, that all those things move through you in that way. From a numerological point of view, we see that as your action number. So if you add up your birth date and come down to either a single figure or an 11, 11, 22, or 33, we know who you are. So finding those qualities that you say, I will not pass the boundaries of this quality, I will not compromise these qualities, is resonating with your truth. Okay. So they are our abundance. They are our prosperity. They are the thing that will bring us whatever we need in this world, as long as we stay true to those. They're our gifts on another level, our talents, but they're not necessarily, as someone might say, or I'm a, I'm a musician or an artist. It's what is it in art or what is it in music that is expressed? Now, this takes me a little bit into something I really wanted to share with you is that I'm so proud now that I have uploaded all my Earth Mysteries videos onto YouTube. And I hope you're enjoying them. And please spread the word. Because I wanted to create these videos so that I could take you on a journey with me and we could visit these places in turn. So that's why. I try and make it a little bit of a journey. We're, we're entering this place. We're moving into this way. What I really ask you to do, and I hope you will enjoy them, is drop into the place that we're visiting. Try not to be in your mind. <laughs> it's very hard. But the reason I take you up a path or a long path or a longer road is to set the scene. So we're listening to the birds. or We're listening to the, the sea or we're feeling the ground under our feet, we're smelling the air, we're looking at things. The more we get out of our mind and into our senses, again, very Taurian, the more powerful the experience will be. So I do hope you'll enjoy those 
videos and I'm going to be putting out many more. And if you really want to go deeper, there are deep dive videos on my store. Everything that I'm doing there is about resonance. So when we, whether you watch a video, whether you go to a sacred site, when you go to somewhere you just love being, like a mountain or a river or a lake, what we're doing is entering into that vibrational field of that mountain, river, lake. Or when we meet someone, we're doing the same thing. How do we find a place where we can meet and, and co cooperate and communicate where we have different vibrations, but we have, find that meeting place? And that's what we call resonance. And we know it naturally. Oh, I didn't really resonate with that, that person or their opinions. Oh, I really go, I love what they're saying. And what we're really doing is tapping into our own energy and saying, oh, that makes sense to me because I already know it inside me. Or I really resonated with that person because what I see in them, I see in me. But if we don't have a sense of me, <laughs> we only have a sense of you, we, don't, we can't resonate. We resonate on a very superficial level of feeling energy, but it might be more on an emotional level or even a psychic level where we're not really going deep. We're not saying, who is this being? In other words, I might resonate with your, your sadness because I know sadness, but where we're taking ourselves now is to open ourselves up to all that we are. And it isn't, if I may say, generalized as, oh, I'm sad, or it may be, you know, how I look. It's more, ah, oh, what's deeper in Christine that I find in someone else and therefore I know myself? Does that make sense? So I hope is even when you're listening to me or to someone, you say, oh, you know, she, what she's saying is making sense. I hope it is. And you're, you're only knowing that because it resonates with you. It's not about what I say. And so we're attracted to places and people and situations that allow us to waken ourselves up to who we truly are. And this is the awakening, the activation of the DNA that I, I've talked about is happening at this time. If we keep going back, however, to the same people or situation or places, nothing's going to change. So taking that risk of saying, okay, let's go somewhere else. Let's go and, as my lovely Makua used to say, let's go and fish in another piece of the ocean. Let's sail our boat in another direction. And this is a time, not for necessarily taking risks, but to step outside the boundaries of where you've been before. I'm saying don't, not taking risks because Taurus and Jupiter in Taurus isn't a great risk taker as it was when it was Jupiter in Aries. But at least it's like, I need to make things happen. And Taurus is about being practical setting something down in stone. So it's like, it's not just thinking about it. It's like, right, I'm going to resonate in a way that isn't just a thought. I'm going to make it happen. So listening to our body, listening to saying, you know, I've done that that way for so long. I'm going to do it a different way, but it's got to be an action rather than a thought. Okay, no, no more thinking about things. Into action, please. So when we go to, when we're attracted to a certain place, and I'll say sacred sites because that's what I know a lot about, but it can, as I say, just be your backyard or your garden. 
what you're doing is where am I attracted to? What particular flowers? What particular trees? What particular stone do I want to go to? And the only way of knowing if that's true is to actually drop out of our heads and think, well, what's the right one? What should I do? And be playful. So dropping into that, into your heart, into your curious, innocent child, and being able to say, oh, this is fun. And what you find is that your body will start to vibrate as you get closer to something that resonates with you. Now, for some people, it is literally a vibration. You, you can use your non-dominant hand and move towards something and you'll feel, oh, wow, there's a vibration there. Non-dominant hand because it's your receiving hand. Sometimes we get tingling in our body or in our hair. I don't know what it is. I just want to go and sit on that stone. Some of you may actually get a specific taste in your mouth or you may feel something and you're just drawn to a particular tree. So that first step is, what is it? What am I attracted to? And again, it's not because the tree is the biggest or the prettiest. Sometimes we walk past something and we go, no, I got to go back to that. That was what it was. And then we need to start to gain attention, as I always say, from the diva kingdoms. And the diva kingdoms are the, might, the nature beings of that place. But it doesn't have to be an elemental, as we might say, a tree or a rock. Because if we go to a sacred place, it's literally that place is consciousness. Imagine that you go to Stonehenge and instead of it being a load of stones, it's actually a conscious being that's breathing and it has harmonics and has... Uh, vibration in it and organs in it. In other words, it's a living being. And we're attracted to that living being sometimes just because we resonate, as I say, on a similar level. But sometimes, in many times, we're attracted to a place because it's resonating on a higher frequency than we are living at this present moment. And when we go into that place, literally that higher frequency will start to entrain our DNA, our consciousness to vibrate at that higher level. So we come away and go, I don't know, I just feel so uplifted by that place or by that person or by that experience. I just feel different. Well, yes, of course you do. Because we're attracted to becoming whole. We seek wholeness. Therefore, we're attracted to things that will help us to receive that wholeness. Okay? So this is a time for practical work, I've got to say. So wherever you live, please take your some time. As I say, it might just be your own garden or backyard. It might be somewhere you live. Go out, start to be aware of how can I communicate with the nature kingdom around me? How can I communicate with my body, which is what we're about to do? But also asking the universe, and I call that the general system, I want to resonate at a higher level. I want to vibrate at a higher level, I should say. And I want to resonate with those who are vibrating at that level. Make it happen. And what you'll find is that it will either be that you will attract people into your life that do that, or you attract events or situations that stretch you. Say, wow, I wouldn't have even thought about that, but now I'm there. So, and that often happens with me. It's like, how did I even know about that? But now I'm an expert on it. <laughs> Typical Gemini. And the next level is, you know, it might be nature. And you don't know what's been activated, but you just feel different. 
I come home and, as I say, I feel alive or I feel rested or I feel as if something exciting is about to happen. And that excitement is that expansive process, that Jupiterian energy in Taurus, trees, rocks, sacred sites, our body, everything in nature is about expanding us and making us feel richer. So yes, you may not have the money in the bank, but your soul feels richer. I hope you do have that money in the bank. But this is about, do I feel as if I am more prosperous in myself? Is my energy more expanded? So I hope you will enjoy looking at these Earth Mysteries videos. And as I say, there will be many more. And I'd love to hear your comments about how you get on with this. But just to complete, should we go on a little journey within our bodies? Because just as there are fairies and divas and nature beings out there in the world, they're also living in our body. Every one of our organs has a little diva, a little fairy looking after it. And then you could say every cell has a fairy, et cetera, et cetera. And just as our body has different organs for different functions, so does nature. So different sacred sites have different functions. But I want to really just stress that our body is wise. Our body is conscious. It is not our vessel that we just walk with and really don't care. Our body loves us so much it will even die for us. And it is our greatest friend. So that when we listen to our body, Mercury and Taurus, we experience a change in ourselves that we wouldn't necessarily experience through our mind. Now, I did this a process like this right at the very beginning of my podcast, but I think it's worth repeating. So if you're in a space where you can meditate, let's go to that meditative place. If not, wait until you are. And when you're ready, close your eyes. And as I always like to say, take a short breath in, a long out breath down through your body. Really important for this next period of time to be in our body, not in our heads, not out of our bodies. So breathing out is really a key part to this. Now, what I'd like you to do is to ask any question that may be in your mind at this time, not something that hasn't been there, but asking a question, how do I, should I, don't make it too complex. Ask your body saying, I want to speak to a part of my body that knows the answer to my question. Now we've set the intention. Now just allow yourself to go to your heart chakra for a moment and just find inside you that curious innocence that hasn't got fixed ideas or expectations. And now ask, first of all, say to your body, I know you are wise conscious, and love me. Hopefully your body agrees. Knowing that to be true, ask your body, who would like, who, which part of my body 
would like to answer my question. Which part of my body has the wisdom to give me insights into my question? It could be the brain, but let's maybe not look to the brain for all the answers. It could be your shoulder, it could be your knee, it could be your lungs. What is the first thought that comes to mind? Let it be the right one. It could be your heart. Sometimes we even feel a pressure and a tingling in the part of our body that wants to talk to us. Now say to that part of the body, what can you tell me about this situation? What can you tell me about my question? And if you wish, you can say, how can I progress or expand my awareness, my journey through this question? Listen to your body now. And now ask your body, show me an image of what happens when I hold myself back, when I get in my own way. Where is that happening in my life? Or how do I hold myself back? Maybe you'll see it in the form of an image rather than words. And maybe another part of your body would want to show you that. But how do I hold myself back? Let me see that now. And finally, which part of my body knows about letting go and being free? What is the message I need to hear from one part of my body that can move beyond my own challenges and obstructions? What part of my body wants to speak about that freedom? Hear it now. And just before you come back into, from the meditation, how would you feel when you feel that freedom or you feel that peace or you, you feel your question has been answered? How will your body feel? Staying in your body, feel your body changing into that different form, different shape that embodies this new way of being. Now, knowing you can go back to this exercise anytime and remind your body and remind yourself that it's possible, it's already there, whatever it is that you needed for your answer. 
start to bring your awareness back to the woman there where you are. And in your own time, opening your eyes. And remember that resonance means that you're being taken to a place that will expand you to becoming whole, which is our heart's desire to become all that we are. And there is nothing else. Until next time. Bye-bye now. Thanks for listening to the HeartSpeak Podcast with Dr. Christine Page. Please check out all HeartSpeak episodes in the podcast archive section on www.christinepage.com. HeartSpeak is also available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, and now playing on Amazon Music and iHeartRadio. You can also watch the archive podcast on Christine's channel on YouTube and now on Rumble. Connect with Christine on Instagram, LinkedIn, and Facebook, including her newest Facebook group, The Great Mother Calling. Do share with family, friends, colleagues. Join us next time for another edition of HeartSpeak.